Hey everyone, this is Joe Batanz uh, from now the maybe the rumor mill. Uh, so if you would, uh, here's a deal. I've been thinking about the rumor mill a lot, and how how it, what is the best way that we can use Evan, George, and Jimmy, and what is the best way that we can service the rumors, tea, speculation, drama, and gossip from RuPaul's Drag Race. And I know a lot of you, based on the poll I took on Patreon, and if you didn't know there's a poll, you can go take it, that asked, you know, do you listen to the rumor mill? And people shared their comments and their thoughts. And you all love Evan, Jimmy, and George. You find their uh, viewpoints about RuPaul's Drag Race to be interesting and fascinating. Um, But very few of you said, oh, I really see them as a source for rumors. And that's because they don't really share that many. And so what I want to do... My idea is to ease them of that burden of rumors and have them focus on what they want to do, which is to share their thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay? They're basically a different perspective on the show. And we'll, we'll develop that show, but it gives them actually more freedom. It gives everything you like about Jimmy, George, and Evan... And takes away everything you don't like. And they have their own show on Patreon that you can still listen to and hear their, you know, Gen Z and millennial viewpoints on RuPaul's Drag Race, which is different from crotchety old me and Taylor's Gen X views on RuPaul's Drag Race. And everybody's happy. So what this is, what you're going to hear is a pilot episode. So this is very important that you hear this. This is a pilot episode It's meant to test a concept. It's a proof of concept for a new version of the rumor mill. Okay? So I want you to listen to this, but a lot of you listen on your phones. So if you like this version or if you hate this version, it's very important because I'm going to be looking at these comments to you to go to this original post on Patreon and share your thoughts about this pilot. Okay? It's a proof of concept pilot. Doesn't mean it's going to go forward, right? Now, usually I would just do this for the uh, exclusive channel, but because this is such a big show on the network, I want all of your opinions, okay? So listen to the show. If you love it, if you like it, if you think we should that we should keep doing the show this way, by the way, Evan, Jimmy, and George will still be here. They're not going anywhere. There's going to be a, a different show. If you think that this is the way to go, Put it in the comments. If you do not, if you violently hate this, go to Patreon, put it in the comments. Worst case scenario, let me tell you what the worst case scenario is. Jimmy, George, and Evan are back doing the rumor mill. That's the worst case scenario, okay? Um, Best case scenario is that there's this show and then another show with Jimmy, George, and Evan where they talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. The way, Basically, what the episode you just heard, quote unquote, the rumor mill, it's that, all right? So that there's no there's no losers here. Everyone wins. So take a look. Take a listen. I think I mentioned this in the show. In the forthcoming weeks, um, Jimmy, who's friends with Crystal Method, will come in and do a spot um, that he, where he shares some of the tea that he'd gotten from Crystal at her viewing parties, okay? But for now, take a listen uh, to this pilot episode of Joe Batanz, Lori Roggenkamp on The Rumor Mill. Live from Hollywood, California, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of March 2nd, 2020. 
your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a dream come true. So, it's time to get your life on this bus. Celebrities waving back at you. The Rumor Mill starts now. Welcome to the Rumor Mill for March 2nd, the week of March 2nd, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of the Rumor Mill, and I am joined by my co-host, the goddess of glamour and glitz. Give it up for the one, the only, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. Sorry, I had to sashay into the room. So <laughs> I have a feeling you were on mute. Everyone needs to know that before we came on here, Lori kept, and I know she was doing a bit. I, I, I don't know who she was doing this bit for, right? <laughs> But she's doing this bit where she kept saying that she was on mute, right? And, and I, then I forgot that I was on mute. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I love it. That's what she knew. Yeah. <laughs> I started talking. And I was like, oh, I'm on mute. <laughs> what an auspicious start to a brand new version of the rumor mill. Now, by the way, guys who are worried about the old version of the rumor mill, don't don't stress those guys are still around. They're just on the Patreon side of things. If you were a big fan of Evan, George, and uh, uh, Jimmy, you just well look, go to patreon.com slash afterthought media. You're gonna hear their new show where it was well, basically the old show they were doing, but just they weren't doing rumors, Lori. <laughs> and I'm like, we had to bring the rumors back. We had to bring the drama back. Yeah. We had to bring the it's, gossip back. They need to change it to the caddy turbine. <laughs> I think they should call it like the coven. <laughs> the coven. Or <laughs> shouldn't it be called the coven? It I don't know. Anyway. Uh but Laura, you know, who better to talk about RuPaul's drag race, rumor, tea, speculation, gossip, news, all that jazz than me and you. Oh. It's it's what everybody's been wanting. I yeah, can't tell you. I yeah. get stopped on the streets. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, that's that's what I keep saying too. Everyone needs to know about this, by the way. And if, if you're new to Lori Rock and Kemp, go check out our other show, Hello Uglies, available at HelloUglies.com, where we, we were covering Dracula, but you know, you're also my co-host for All Stars 5. Yes, and yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, and so she's going to be with us along the way, but right now she's our co-host for the Rumor Mill. You know, again, your source for all the rumors, tea, and speculation you need to get. But everyone, you know, speaking of rumors, tea, and speculation, Lori... Uh, for a profession, you're a substitute teacher. Is that is that fair to say, Lori? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's say substitute teacher. Yeah. I'm a part time uh, magician as well. So, <laughs> but really part time. Yeah, so I, I actually don't do it. <laughs> so yesterday, this Lori calls me like at eleven in the morning, right? Uh huh. And I'm like, hello? And she's like, oh. <coughs> and I go, oh, what's going on? Are you, are you on your way to work? Are you going to school? She goes, no. Can you believe those assholes sent me home? Because they said I did not too say sick. assholes. Dude, I was too sick to, to, to teach. And I was like, yeah, Lori, you. Uh. 
Well, I will. I did say, and I coughed. I literally coughed up a lung while we were talking. I think yeah. I threw up mm-hmm. out at, at the Starbucks drive-through, oh, okay. and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna hang up the phone now, Joe." And you were like, "Yeah, okay." Well, <laughs> well, yeah, well that's the best thing. She she literally was like, and then she goes, "I think I better go now." <laughs> and they go, "That's when you decide you need to go." That's that was I, the moment. I was like. Well, here's the thing. I was like, I don't think I can have a continuing conversation. But what sucked is that, so I went to this, uh, so I sub a lot of um, special ed classes because yeah. that's my, what I want to do. I want to teach special ed. Sure. So I'm like, oh, to get experience, I'll mm-hmm. sub a lot of special ed classes. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a mod severe mm-hmm. and they have a lot of compromised immune systems. Uh-huh. So I already had this voice. So yeah. that was raising some hackle, yeah. shackles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then is it hackles or shackles? I don't, I don't know. know. That's um. Anyways, then <coughs> I, have I don't this think cough. it's shack. Wait, I want to go back to this. I don't think it's shackles, but yeah, I still don't think it's hackles. There's something. It's a word. It's a. Th- <laughs> okay, keep, keep going with your story. Sorry, it's a thing. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so I started all of a sudden. I just started coughing like really hard, like like to the point where I was um like. Just like my chest, and I could feel like the muscles. Breaking news: the term is "raise your hackles." Raise, okay, yeah. hackles. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, like the muscles, the nerves on my back were hurting. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was coughing so much, and I was coughing to the point where I was spitting up and throwing up. Yeah, and you know that doesn't really bode confidence. And I kept having to run to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So. And the bathroom is right by the main office. Yeah, so this sense. nurse comes out and says, we can hear you. Mm-hmm. And we don't think it's a good idea for you to stay. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, do you think it's a fever? And do you have a fever? And because the, the whole thing with coronavirus, and I don't think they think I had coronavirus, but the I whole thing with did. coronavirus is fever, shortness of breath, and coughing. Well, I had mm-hmm. the coughing, but I didn't yeah. have the shortness of breath or the yeah. fever. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have, if you think I have COVID-19, I don't have that. Okay. And they were like, no, we just don't want you here. because. <laughs> You're I think that was it. Yeah. Hacking up a lung. And so I was trying to, I literally was trying to say the word, mm-hmm. the sentence, it's not as bad as it seems. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, it's not as, <coughs> it's not as bad as, <coughs> it's like, like I could not get out the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'll go get my bag and leave. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, let me, let me tell you guys this too. On March 1st, Laurie and I started. Uh, a special tier on Patreon called the F- it's Fat Camp. It's an expensive tier. People are paying all this money so that Lori and I can lose weight. FYI. So this is yesterday. It's Monday, March 2nd, right? Talking to Lori on this same phone call. And she's like, yeah, they sent me home. Can you believe those assholes? Anyway, hold on. And it, like, yeah, this is the uh, Starbucks. Can I take your order? Yeah, can I get a... a, 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 a uh, what was it called? A health bomb or something like that? Medicine ball. A medicine ball. And like, sure thing. And then can I get a a, a non-fat latte with... Blah, 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 blah. And then with the whole thing about caffeine and everything. And they go like, okay. And then she goes, and then can I get a bear claw and three <laughs> uh, cheese danishes? And I was like, wait, what? what? I got two cheese danishes and banana nut bread. <laughs> I love my cheese danishes. But, yeah, what do you, but you know, we, we're supposed to be losing weight, Laura. We're supposed to be like eating right. Well, I will tell you this. Yeah. I The other day I weighed in. I uh, went to Weight Watchers just to weigh in. Oh, you did? Okay. Because 
because I thought because I wanted to see how I've been doing because I've been doing that yeah. thing where I have been haven't been eating past seven yeah for the most part and I've been I haven't really been eating because I've been sick on and off for like uh-huh. a month and a half right yeah. well I lost a pound oh yeah like just a pound and I was so upset by that and then I get home and my aunt's like well Laura you do realize that even though you're not eating. You are purely eating carbs. Like you're like she went to she went to went she goes to Wendy. My aunt goes to Wendy's every morning, and gets me a baked potato, mm-hmm. and she's like, "So you're just eating car like car? That's it, just mm-hmm. carbs." Yeah, and and then occasionally you'll have a burrito, mm-hmm. which is just more carbs. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Okay. <laughs> well, Laurie, <laughs> you know everyone is not here to hear about your health regimen or about me. Are you sure? Your- I don't know. Yeah, I know. I feel like the fans of RuPaul Drag Race are like, <laughs> what does a sick 33-year-old lesbian eat during the day? Well, well, I guess we finished that. Se- we should have a health segment at the beginning of every, of every show. But- every every podcast we do should have a health segment where yeah. it's just, Lori, what did you have today? Yeah, Lori with health. <laughs> well, I had another half-pound bean and cheese burrito with no sauce from Del Taco. I don't even have to say it now. I just drive straight to the drive-thru window, and they just hand it to me. Look, people at McDonald's already go, oh, you, you know, when I'm already there. So anyway, uh, okay, well, why don't we do this, Laurie? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to deal immediately with all the rumors, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. We'll see you right after this. It's time for the headlines. Women and femmes denied entry to Scarlet Envy's show at Heaven in London. Dateline London. According to a post by Reddit user Teenage Idol, women and effeminate men were denied entry to RuPaul's Drag Race contestant Scarlet Envy's drag show at London's gay club Heaven. Twitter user Xanoshites wrote on February 29th, Wish I could have seen you tonight, but they weren't letting women in. I miss you. Heart emoji. In response, drag queen Scarlet Envy responded with, via Twitter with the following statement to Zamashite's original tweet. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Wish I could have seen you, too. I'm just getting out of the shower and getting to my phone. I severely hope, and she said severely hope, my fans know I stand with them always, and this was obviously out of my control. Twitter user Courtney Conkers responded with her own tweet that read, It's 2020 and gay clubs are still booking drag queens who perform femininity but not letting women in their spaces. Get it the fuck together, cis gays. The queer community literally never belonged just to you. This is one example of why we're still screaming about misogyny. Lori Roggenkamp, do you have any thoughts on this? About So I guess there's, and I read a little bit of the comments, but I guess this gay club in London is known for not letting people into the club because either they're women or they're not gay enough. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. The comments, How do they measure gayness? I don't know. Well, you know what's so funny is, so I was reading the comments... And the comments were talking about how uh, one, there were there were two, a lot of gross comments. One of them was about how, th- and there was there were some defenses. I'll tell you that in a second. But when they just don't like the look of you, they will drop this membership card thing. So I guess technically for a gig or for a bar to stay open past the curfew, I don't know how long you get to stay open. 
You have to. It could be a private club can stay open past you know like the, whatever the curfew is. So they have a quote unquote membership, but they never have membership nights, and they use it to just keep people out that they don't want in. So you have to be a member, okay? But I guess people are complaining that like you know they went with a group of friends and only half the friends got in. I guess they only like certain people in there. Let's put it this way, Lori. You and I, for different reasons, would never get into this club. And also for probably some of the same reasons. <laughs> well, I, here's my issue yeah. I, I have with that, is that I feel like, on one hand, I feel like, yeah, you should allow them in. What what would it hurt? But then on the other hand, it's like, if this is something that they're known for, why are people still trying to get in? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I yeah, think the onus yeah. actually is more on the person performing there. Yeah, Don't perform yeah. there if that's if it's a club known for being so selective. Okay, so that came up, actually, on the Reddit comment. So there's a, there's a, two, there's a layered answer to that. Yes, people agree. I guess it's known for having really cheap drinks. That's not an excuse, but that's one of the reasons people say that that's why people still go there. Okay. Uh, in terms of the drag queen performing there, I guess this club is uh, intricately linked with the World of Wonder, people who put on World RuPaul's Drag Race. And so the drag queens may have a feeling that they should work there because of the relationship. And so they're almost sort of like obligated to work there. I'm not sure if that's true. It's a, this is a legend in a Reddit post, so who knows what's true and what's not. But that's that, that question did come up in the Reddit post. Um, but yeah, but you know, it's one of these things. Where I bet you the people who are gay enough or whoever meet whatever criteria this club has, they're fine with, oh, I think this club's great because they get in. But what's funny is there was another complaint in there. I guess there's a smoking area for this club. Okay. And uh, in that smoking area, it's people say that they would go out there to smoke and then the bouncers wouldn't let them back in. But I guess this happens to hot guys. They never said we're hot. But they would not let them back in, and they would say, well, you know, you're too drunk to come back in, even if the person wasn't that drunk. And they would say, I guess they have a strip contest called Porn Idol. And they would say, well, we'll only let you back in if you agree to uh, participate in Porn Idol and strip. And several people said that that had happened to them. So. Um, that's so, okay. Hmm. That just seems kind of disappointing. You would think that, like... I don't know. I think with I, me yeah, and you, I they would make a I promise say, not to strip. Uh, what? I said with me and you, they make a promise not to strip. I know. I would actually, you know what I would do? I show up with my, I show up naked and I say, let me in and I'll start putting clothes back on. Yeah. They, they, they would go like, we can't let you come in unless you put on this giant muumuu. Well, that was, remember we used to have a joke where we said that we would start a strip club mm-hmm. called Sassy or Sessy. <laughs> uh-huh. It was called Sessy. Uh-huh. And we would, we would invite men in and then we would come out naked and then they'd have to pay us to put clothes back on. <laughs> and the S stand for extra, um, extra sexy or something. <laughs> like, All right. I'm going to move on. To, I'm going to move on to the next headline. <laughs> Women in fit. Fe- oh, we did that one. New Rue girl. Not paying her wig maker, according to a Reddit post by user PM Dick Picks to me, wig maker Edward Smith Roberts posted the following blind item. Need some advice. I am a wig maker. I have a new Rue Girl client that always needs things last minute. Her last paid order when it was time to ship 
She asked if I could overnight it, and I told her how much additional it would be, $42.75. She stated she was boring a flight and asked me to overnight, and then she would send payment when she landed. It's been a week, and she has worn the wig for press. What should I do? It's not the coin. It's the principle. A Reddit comment by user Diacritic Mark with 512 upvotes at the time of this broadcast speculated that the culprit was allegedly RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12 contestant Dahlia Sin. According to this Reddit user, Ms. Sin has worn a few of his wigs, including the wig on her Season 12 promotional pick. Uh, Lori, what do you think about this? You're known for walking out of stores if they take too long. Do you agree with... Uh, yeah. Her well, see, I think this this one, just like the other one, is like, don't don't placate them. You know, this is the same as the club. Stop going to the club. Stop. If a woman... If, if, if you uh, demand money up front, demand the money up front. Like, I don't understand these people who are like, yeah, I'll just give you my product that I work on that's my business, mm-hmm. and then you pay me when you need to. Yeah, you like, know... That's, yeah. It's so funny it's that you, It's so funny that you say that, because I sort of have a more nuanced version of what you said. I sort of believe, look, okay... I get it. That's fucked that she did that to you, right? But I just wouldn't work with her again. But I think it's bad for your business to go blast her on social media because in other queens who would might work with you will be like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to this guy because if anything little thing happens, he's going to blast me on social media. I would just... Because, look, I could well, maybe... Well, it's not any little thing. I no, mean, no, she's no. She's not paying her. But hold on. You're right. You're right. But what I'm saying, though, is it's $43. If it was a whole wig she didn't pay for, like it was $3,000 or whatever, I'd be like, oh, no, bitch, that go- the bitch is going on blast, right? And that's happening. Yeah. I support that. But for $43, I'm like, all right, lesson learned. I'm not going to work with this queen anymore. That's it. And I would and I would talk shit on her in private, but I don't know if I'd go on social media. Um I, I don't know. I feel like um I I kind of understand doing it because I mean I gotta be you know me. I mean I I will I will hunt you down if you mm-hmm. if you take money from me or mm-hmm. textbooks. Mm-hmm. Um but I you know, I, yeah, I don't stand for that. I feel like you you need to showcase your worth, and the best way to showcase your worth is to a not go to establishments that are known for turning away people, and b not not if you tell somebody you need money up front and they say, oh well, I'll pay you later. Say no, I need the money up front. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. If it's forty three dollars, why can't she pay it? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're right. So. I agree. All right. All right. Aquaria coming for Boy George on Reddit user Hallelujah Bitch posted a Twitter exchange between 80s pop icon Boy George and RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10 winner Aquaria. It all started with a tweeted photo by YouTube personality Ellis Atlantis with the caption, Just out here being a woman. Boy George retweeted the photo with the comment, The beat is beyond. Just confused about the tweet. Where do fact and fiction meet? Aquaria responded with the following statement, Boy George, you can't possibly be serious with this or any recent tweets. Who is to say what gender any person is? Also, who are you to know anything about them in the first place? And who is to say anyone even cares about you, what you think about them or their gender? The top comment on Reddit by user BondFool simply stated, Boy George abducted and tortured a sex worker. This was a reference to Boy George's 2009 arrest and 15-month conviction for falsely imprisoning a male escort in his London flat. Reddit user TacoCatTacoCat wrote, I just don't get how someone who made a career on blurring gender lines is even trying this shit. To which Rebecca DeHornay replied with... (laughs) Replied with, irrelevancy is my guess. Unclear whether Boy George responded 
to Aquaria. Lori, your thoughts on this drama? Yeah, I, I just think it's so funny that, well, first off, who gives it? I mean, honestly, I would say, to me, I would say, Aquaria, why do you even give a shit what yeah. Boy George thinks? Yeah. yeah. Um, But then also, Boy George is just obviously trying to, to like, get some modicum of fame back. Mm-hmm. Is that the word, modicum? Yep. Um, <clears throat> By, by um, going after her. I also love it that I mean, yes, I have heard the story of Boy George being arrested for, or or, char- or uh, got in trouble for a, a kidnapping and then what, like keeping a sex worker hostage yeah. or something. You should put that on but, your. Uh, everyone should. Lori has a, a a podcast called the Bloody Podcast where they talk about famous women who've done crimes. Correct. Yes. Well, would you consider putting George on that podcast, even though he's not a cis woman? Um, no, because he's not interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, but what I would say was that uh, I just I love that like this has happened a couple of times where mm-hmm. you're like when you try and when you're arguing something and then somebody just comes out of like left field with something else and you're like mm-hmm. all right like I don't even have time to get into that like <laughs> like what what do you do like it's like uh, you know the it's like it reminds me of politics where you're mm-hmm. like arguing for something and then people are like Joe Biden murdered millions of babies <laughs> yeah. in 1990 and you're like. Okay, like, but I'm just saying that, like, he maybe could, like, rehearse, you know, like, before he talks. Like, yeah. there's so many, other, like, can we, can we keep our arguments to a one, one lane highway? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, that just makes me laugh that that was, like, this person just really needed to get it out there. All right, all uh, right Laurie. Uh, Okay, now I'm gonna say this before I start the music. All right, before I start the music, if you don't like spoilers, if you don't like, uh, you know, any sort of yeah spoilers, this is your official spoiler alert. Okay, this is your okay. spoiler alert. Get out, get out now, because we're gonna start the spoilers. Once you hear this music, you've been warned. Here we go. All right. So now, just to give them more time to go, Lori, because I don't think they're being, they don't think I'm being serious, okay? Spoilers starting out. Now, I will say, we don't have that many spoilers for episode two. Now, did you watch episode one yet, Lori? I did, yes. Okay. So, pretty much because they split the cast in two, it's gonna, the episode's gonna rhyme essentially, essentially with episode one. Okay. Okay. So that's why because they of, did the split. Yeah, because so. they did that split, which they did in season six. They did a similar split, and so this episode is going to rhyme with that episode. All right. So the expected mini challenge for this episode is a variation on the fall spring runway. Okay. Okay. Very. It's, it's going to be a version of that runway. I, you think I, it's going to be s- winter summer? Winter summer? Maybe. Who knows? Like a bathing suit competition in a winter one? I don't know. We're going to find out. The expected maxi challenge is called Cell Block Tango. Now, do you, do, yeah, do you know that song from the movie Chicago? Chicago, yeah. That's yeah. My, my favorite musical. Yeah, so that makes sense. that Because it, it would make sense with like six girls to do the Cell Block. Because only six girls in ground two. There were yeah. seven in group one, but there was only six in group two. Do you know where they film this? They film uh, it in, in the, Silmar. The show? Do you know where they film it? In Silmar. In summer. Oh, okay. I want. I think it would be funny if they did like location-based seasons. So if it was like in California, it would be like 
earthquake weather and fire weather. <laughs> I don't even Tornado know. weather and hurricane weather. What would it be in Hawaii? Um, meth weather. <laughs> anyway, the expected and maximum swimsuit weather. Do you think they're going to actually do the cell block tong- tango from Chicago? Or they'll have like some like Lucian Piani version of that song. I think they'll have a version. I think they'll do what they did last time, which is I think they'll quote unquote say that quote unquote each drag queen has to quote unquote write their own lyrics, but yeah. then you don't quote unquote see it, and it's not really they don't really do it themselves. Oh, you don't think they really do it themselves? No, there was no way that 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 they did those lyrics all by themselves. No way. I would bet my entire year's paycheck that they that they had help. Well, someone's going to produce a hefty check for twenty five dollars. I know. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. It's twenty five two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Oh, okay. So right. Thank you. you know. All right. Let's not let's not let's call a spade a spade. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh next, the expect remember remember um last time uh <laughs> Travel in the chat room as pre tax. Yeah, pre tax. Yeah, That's yeah, my gross pre-tax. income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh remember last episode it turned out they're doing the top two, much like all stars rules. Okay. Uh-huh. They're doing the top two who have to lip sync. Now, in All-Stars, they called it lip sync for your legacy. Okay? But on this, it's just, you know, lip sync for the tip. Of, you know, the $5,000 tip. Yes, Lori? Do you think that that was just for this episode? Or do you think that they are going to do that going forward? Oh, no, no. It's just for this, the first two episodes. Okay. The, the rumor is just for the first two episodes. Yeah. Okay. So the expected win is going to be that the top two are Sherry Pie... And Jada Essence Hall. So the okay. expected top two are Sherry Pie and Jada Essence Hall. So therefore, the expected lip sync is between Jada Essence Hall and Sherry Pie. Now, you know, we have a confirmed judge for this week, which is pop singer Robin. Okay. And they're saying that the song is going to be her song, Call Your Girlfriend. Uh, oh, okay. You know that song? Yeah. That's a tough one to... I feel like to really get it to like lip sync to because it's kind of it's a pop song, but it's kind of it's low energy. Oh, is it? Well, you know, they already did her. What's her big hit called? I forget. I love that song, too, by the way. Um, Dancing all dancing on my own, which is that's kind of low energy. It's like one of the most epic lip syncs they ever had. So, yeah, let's actually take a listen to it. So it's called Robin. What is it called? Call your girlfriend. Call your girlfriend. Okay. Here we go. Because they usually do the chorus, right? Or they start at the chorus? No, they can. It depends. I could see this. Okay, let's see. I want to get to the to the hook. Oh, maybe I listen to the acoustic version. Yeah, I could see this being a lip sync song, yeah. Still trying to get to the hook, though. Is this the, is this the chorus? Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway. Have you ever watched the Taron Killam? Uh, one where he spoo- he spoofs the he does a parody of the music video. 
And it's like a late night SNL thing. No. Oh, it's funny. Oh. I'll have to find it. All right. So then uh, the expected runway is tool, not uh, wearing tools, like the, the fabric tool, T-U-L-L-E. Oh, okay. And there's a speculated judge, and it's not confirmed or anything like that, but there's a speculation that one of the judges, because Robin's one of them, even though when they have a special one like Robin, they don't have any other guest judges. So I don't know. I wouldn't put a lot of faith in this tea, but that it's someone from the movie Chicago will be there. Now, maybe that's true. <gasps> oh, I would love it if it was. Yeah, maybe that's true, but I don't Catherine know. Catherine Zeta-Jones. No, they would have promoted the shit out of that if it was. Uh, maybe that's true. But anyway, that's all the tea I have for episode two, Lori. Now, in future, well, it episodes- could be Maya. Maya was in it. Oh, really? She she was in the. She was one of the women who stabbed her husband. So. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so anyway, uh, what I was going to tell you is um, now if this now everyone should know this is a pilot episode for this new version of the rumor mill. Please let us know if you like this episode. We're trying things out. We're trying to find the smartest way to present the rumors and the tea and the speculation. Uh huh. Um, but uh, but the other thing is, in future episodes, and this person has agreed to do this, we're going to have a segment where we talk to noted drag queen, but also friend of Crystal Methods, Jimmy Anti is going to come on for uh, a segment where he'll tell us rumors or tea that he might know for the upcoming episode. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. By the way, by the way, did we talk about uh, what I like most of all? This crystal being Latinx. I'm always a fan of a Latinx queen. Thank you, Crystal. We didn't talk about that. No, Crystal's. I didn't know that. What is what? what is she Mexican? What is she? Do you know? Uh, I think she's Mexican. Yeah, I think her grandparents are Mexican. Yeah. Uh, okay, very good. See, see, see. George? That was her cover story. When people asked us where she was, we. We're supposed to say she's in Mexico. Oh, really? That's so funny. Yeah. Well, her the rest of her family was in Mexico. You know, Jimmy, you may or may not know this. But you know what's so funny, Jimmy, is you, you, you tipped your hand a little bit on something. But uh, it's good that we didn't call attention to it. Where you're like, well, you know, she couldn't do her makeup that complicated for the worker mentions because you got to, right afterwards, she has to do the fall and spring runaway. But in theory, she wouldn't know she had to do that. What do you mean? She told that story at the viewing party. No, I know what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, if you believe the cut of the show, the narrative of the show, they walk in, Uh-oh. they're chatting, and then RuPaul surprises them with this sprawl, fall spring runway mini challenge. Well, I don't think it's a secret oh, that like they, get all of their out- they get all their outfit prompts. No. That's be, like but, no, but, well but, No, no, you're right. That is well known. But what you're saying is that she knew she had to do it very quickly afterwards so she didn't do her makeup for that yeah yeah i don't think that that's a huge thing no i don't think it's a huge i think everybody knew i think that's more of a production thing if it were like oh they're supposed to make their own outfits it would have been like oh how did you know about this that was supposed to be a surprise challenge look but it's like the challenge was to wear clothes that they had already let me ask you this question let me ask you this question it'll settle the thing with me and taylor did Crystal know, and maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't. Did Crystal know before she walked in the room that it was a split premiere? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't I haven't heard her talk about that, but I don't think they I don't think the girls knew that it was split. Because the acting was so bad when they're like, What? There's where's the next girl? I'm not like, what? Why would you Well, okay, also they are literally making a TV show. So I think like you have to keep in mind like 
reality happens and then they also go okay we need this to be for tv so yes this is the first time we told all of you that this is only half of you but none of you reacted well enough for camera so we're gonna act like we're telling you again and you're gonna act even more confused and excited this time for the energy people energy right i I don't that's just like tv it's like there are parallel realities as in like there's what re- there's the real competition, and then there's the TV show about the competition. Well, no, I think you understand that. I think I understand that, but there are a lot of people who don't who don't understand that. I think it, it's it's it think it's not true to assume that everyone gets that. Right, but what I'm saying is that like the whole like I don't think you can judge based on their reaction to anything what the reality is. No, I because no I matter think... no matter whether they really knew or whether they didn't know. Um, you can't judge based off of that because it's but, a TV show and they, they were told to act for the camera. Yeah, I understand that. What I'm telling you, though, is I think you would be surprised. I don't think it's a majority, but I think you'd be surprised by how big the number is of people that think that they're filming concurrently. You know? Oh, uh, like it's. Ha- oh, well, yeah. Lots of people messaged uh, Crystal um, after they announced the cast, and they're like, "When do you leave?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! How are you there, but also here? Yeah, yeah. you'd be surprised. Right. A lot of you'll see were, this. Were they surprised? This. Were they surprised um, at the fact that Crystal was hosting a viewing party and was on the screen? Yeah, they're like, "This isn't live." Yeah, yeah, you can't actually get in drag and. 15 minutes i see it all the time but people think you'll see if you, you won't see it necessarily where you see it is um oh i'm seeing your text message i haven't listened uh, where you see it is um on like instagram comments like look at the queens like the current like i bet you if you go to like crystal's instagram comments or Gigi's instagram comments and you read through the comments you'll see stupid weird shit like that like uh, what clown, example? ugly. Yeah, yeah, they're really mean. But 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 cool. they'll say things where you're like, oh, they think this is happening now. They, they really- sound like right. They live. I was gonna say they sound like Lady Gaga stands. Well, you were just saying, you were just saying that um, you were you were talking about it on the main show. Oh, oh. So on the main show, and we're wonder- and we're on wondering. the main show, I said, oh, the acting is really bad. Um. The way when they did the whole when the um, she done already done had hers as siren came on, uh, they were mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like what? There's no one. What is? What's? I'm so confused. I'm like, okay, even if they were, even they were, even they're like, okay, there's no other queens coming in, right? You bitches, mm-hmm. you've seen season six. This isn't the first time right. they've done this, you know. And right. so, and but Taylor was very like, no, I think they were genuinely very surprised. And I was like, um, right, but that was not that was not any of their real reactions. Hundred percent, that yeah. wasn't their reactions. It's a TV show. They they probably had him do it three times just so they could make sure they got a good reaction out of everyone, and then the editors could choose what to use. Yeah, well, I'm look. starting to like question everything. Are you going to tell me also that like they don't film this right in Hollywood Boulevard? <laughs> Hollywood. Actually, that USA. is true. Uh, so where did they film? No, that? but then Silmar. There are some things, though, that they also don't tell queens that they make you think the queens already knew. Wait, wait, say that again? Like, there is... So, the vision... Your idea of what the contestants know and don't know and when they know it, in all... And, like, 
on either side of the spectrum. Like sometimes they're telling you they already know it, but they don't know. Like Nicki Minaj, like most of the time they were writing and practicing for the rap. They didn't know Nicki Minaj was going to be watching it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had them react crazy to like, okay, react like someone crazy is the guest judge that you can't even believe. Yeah. Well, look, Evan. But they didn't actually tell them. Oh, really? That's interesting. Evan. Evan would know this. Evan went to the finale with me. They do that shit all the time. Like, okay. It's very famously on season 10. Is that what we went for, Evan? Mm -hmm. Okay. On the season 10 finale, there's a very, very prominent shot of me and Evan laughing. It's after someone says something, right? Well, obviously, but they they cut to a reaction shot of me and Evan laughing. Okay, mm-hmm. everyone's seen it. They told we weren't us, laughing at anything. Yeah. yeah, they told you just they told us pretend to laugh, and then they filmed me and Evan and everyone in that a part of the audience laughing. But we weren't laughing at. I think it was something that Asia said. Uh, we weren't laughing at anything Asia said like that. You know, we were just pretending to. They go laugh as if you just heard the funniest joke of all time. You no know, one was laughing at Asia that night. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and so and then, but also you see them do it. Um, like for instance, a really big one in the finale is it's it's just a little thing, but I know it happens on the show too. Is so when they finish doing a lip sync for their life, RuPaul's gone for about five to ten minutes. Oh no, Asia, she was gone for like forty five, right? And then they have the girls get back in place to where they were, as if. That was where it ended. And then sometimes, I don't think it was the year Evan was there, but I remember the, the first year with the one with um, Sasha. Trinity uh-huh. started like, even though it had been out a long time, Trinity started like breathing hard as if like, she had just done the number, you know? Like, like they, they so the, yes, you see, you see the artificiality of it all when you're there at the finale and how they, and they, then they make it seem, okay. Evan, speak to this. They make it seem like RuPaul walks right off the stage, but she just walks forward. They stop and then they help her off the stage. Then she gets yeah, in the she chair. Has like six people like help her get down the steps. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's a television show. They put it. To, I mean, look. Even look at them when they do that. They film it three times. You know, and every time they act like, oh my god, as if they won. I hate that aspect of it, honestly. That's the one thing I wish they'd change. What? Oh my gosh! Here's another fun story. Crystal told us. She said that um, they rocked down the runway twice and she was going down her second time and she hadn't really like looked at any of the judges because the lights are so bright that they're like, it's hard to look and you were nervous. And she was spinning her tail and she spins the tail and realizes that Michelle Visage is looking right at her, of course. And then she makes eye contact with Michelle Visage and then she hits herself in the face with her tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the rumor is, and you can ask Crystal this, I think there's one where they play the music really like super loud. And then there's one for comments where it's like, there's no music. Yeah, they do it. They do it. Well, they do it yeah, twice. The first time is. so like they can without with the music and that gives them time to like write those clever puns. But also, when you when on the episode, I was surprised they left it in. But you hear RuPaul Ah, going, "What the heck?" And Crystal said that was her. That was legitimately the first time that RuPaul saw her. Like that was like a genuine response. What What did maybe at some point? Maybe at some point you'll have Crystal come on and we can ask all these questions. But there's always. I was telling Jimmy privately once. Like a lot of people think, like they want that you know, like and maybe they do. They want to get Crystal on here and go, like, Crystal, what happens in the next? Ep-? I literally the questions I have are so 
nerdy, you know, that, um, like, it would only be like, you know, like, for instance. Um, Ketchup or mustard? No, it would be, what would be a good nerdy question? I can't think of them right now, but often, it, it, my, a lot of my questions have to do with, like, production, you know? Right. Like, like how it's produced. Those are a lot of the questions I have about it. But, like, did Crystal talk to you, um, Jimmy, about, um, like, the first time, you know, she saw RuPaul and... I, I have a feeling that the, the when she walks into the room for the first time, it's the first time they see her. Is Wait, what? Say that again? Like, did Crystal tell you about her reaction the first time she saw, like, RuPaul walks into the room? No, like, when she when Crystal steps out on the runway, the first no, time No, RuPaul no, 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 the first time she up. sees RuPaul. In the workroom. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, that was, she, said, she said at the viewing party that was the first time that she had seen RuPaul. Yeah. And what was her reaction to that? Like, she's like, oh, my God. It's like, oh, my God. Or was it like, oh, shit. Um, I don't know. You know what? I think that reaction is probably pretty real. Because I think that would be crazy. You're at RuPaul's Drag Race and you see RuPaul. Like, you're excited to be on Drag Race. And RuPaul's the host of the show. Let me tell I you. genuinely think that that. Go ahead. Was probably real. The first time I went to the, the the first two times I went to the finale, I cried. I literally cried because they do the same thing at the finale. The first time you see RuPaul is when you see her on the finale. They they hide her from you, and so um, I remember. I think I cried. Remember that fucking fierce ass uh, opening? It was a season eight when they had all the queens and her standing there. Uh oh, that was that was amazing. Yeah, so the first time you see her in person, you're like breath. You're like your breath is taking away. You want to speak to that, Evan? Uh, I mean, it is. It's I. Yeah, I, I would agree that she is like. T- and it's almost terrifying, like yeah. how perfect they are. She is, and it's weird when you see someone on TV. Like you always expect, like when you see them in person, like there are things that are going to obviously, like oh, they can edit that or the camera will change it. They are. She is equally as absolutely stunning in person and like we were how many rows back joe like she just was it's it's odd it's awe-inspiring but i will say you kept pushing that i was gonna cry <laughs> i wanted so you to made me not want to cry <laughs> maybe maybe you'll cry, cry this seeing year. sasha velour you wanted to cry seeing sasha oh when she came like, out no, like seeing her like maybe get choked up because yeah. she was just it was that was because i was like two two feet from her that you know was, what's so funny me, is yesterday I went to go see Pee Wee Herman is taking the Pee Wee's Big Adventure on tour. Oh, finally! Yeah, it was it was sold out. It was sold out, and it was amazing. But when you go in, they do that thing where they have to put your phone in those sleeves, you know. And I was like, why don't they do that at the Drag Race finale? I don't. I still don't understand why they don't do that. It probably costs money. Yeah, but it costs – they get so mad about people. Okay, when Evan and I walked out of the theater, right, we literally walked out of the theater. Aiden texted me or – wasn't there a text message, Evan, or something like that? And it was like, did Aiden – did Asia really stomp on some butterflies? And I was like, how the fuck does she know that already? Remember we were such losers and left our phones in the car because we, like, took the direction seriously? They literally say, yeah, they literally go, do not bring your phones. And then they're like, please put your phones away. It was really weird. (laughs) I don't don't know if we really talked about this, but, like, um, we had, like, uh, VIP tickets, you know? And then that year, they did something weird that year where there was 
the only uh, VIP, the entire orchestra was VIP, and then the upstairs was not VIP. And um, so it's like me and Evan just standing there, and like Mrs. Kasha Davis is walking by, or like, um, what's a Boyer Chapman guy's name again? Oh yeah, Jeffrey Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Chapman. Oh dude, how fucking he's a host on Canada's Drag Race. Jimmy, I've seen him. I seen him at drag. I I helped him do something at DragCon one year. He is so fucking hot. Yeah, it is. RuPaul was just talking about him on his podcast, and he was talking about how he needed to get rid of some old suits, and he was going to give them to Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. He said, "But then I thought about it, and Jeffrey Boyer Chapman has a fat ass." He does actually. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's. um, So what happened when I was at DragCon? Um. I had press passes, right? And the pre- so at, at the LA Convention Center, there's there's the main hall, and then there's two wings. One wing is for like the VIP pass they sell on, on the website, and then there was a, another wing that you went into, and that was for where the queens went, like the green room, but then also where the press was. So I was allowed to go and come and go as I please up there. And so I was coming down the stairs, and Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is arguing with the security guard. Because he has his whole entourage with him, and he's getting embarrassed because the entourage, the, the the security guards, is like, I can't let you up here because he's saying I'm a VIP, right? And so the guy's like, Well, then you have to go to that other wing, and he's like, No, but I know that and it's a whole thing, right? So then I go, Jeffrey, 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 hold on. I've I'm, I've been on this TV show. Yeah, well, it's just some dumb security guard from the staple from the convention center. So I go, Excuse me, Jeffrey, I know what the problem is. I go. VIP is a package they sell at World of Wonder. I now tell the He's like, sorry, sir, I don't need any more Patreon subscriptions. And he walked away. <laughs> no, he, I know. I actually said, I, cause I could do this. I go to security. I go, he's with me. I go, I'll take care of this. So I take Jeffrey Boyer Chapman with me upstairs and I find one of the coordinators and then I say, this is and what's happening. You and sucked she, his day. I was hoping he would say that, right? So why don't we call it a day, Lori, right there? Uh, I don't have an official theme song, so I'm just going to play something. But do you have any? Do you, what, what should be our like news closing like phrase? Let's rumor around the bend. <laughs> the rumor mill is an after. I'm doing, I'm doing this on the fly. It's an afterthought media production. Email us with questions, concerns, news, or tea at dragracerecap at gmail.com. You can find Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at picklemyth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H. You can find Joe Batanz on Twitter on Instagram, Twitter and Instagram, at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Sign up for the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. I thought, do you have anything else? Did I forget anything? Oh, Lori has a podcast called The Bloody Podcast. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. She's trying to get over 100 listeners, so uh, help her out. Please. <laughs> All right. We're we'll close. See, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>